Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Rhonda Swan Show. I am so excited about today's guest. In fact, if you are into podcasting and into building a brand that is known for solving the problems, this is the episode for you. My guest is John Lee Dumas. And if you don't know John, he is the godfather of podcasting and also the founder of the award-winning podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire. With over 100 million listeners of his 3,000 plus episodes, JLD has turned Entrepreneurs on Fire into a media empire that generates over 1 million listeners per month and seven figures of net annual revenue eight years in a row. His first traditionally published book, The Common Path to Uncommon common success is the modern day think and grow rich with a revolutionary 17 step roadmap to financial freedom and fulfillment. All right, everyone, let's bring them on. Welcome to the Rhonda Swan show, everyone. It is so great to be here with you today. I have John Lee Dumas with me. John Lee Dumas, welcome to the show. Say hello to our audience. And would you please share with us? Everyone has been dying to know what are your thoughts still on podcasting? I mean, you are the godfather of podcasting. Is it still on fire or are we starting to smolder? Well, Ron, it's great to be with you in the same space-time continuum. Your energy, your vibes, always amazing. Love uh, getting to chat with you. And it's so on brand that right over your left shoulder is a fire for entrepreneurs on fire. And uh, that actually is going to be my follow-up to your question, which is, Podcasting is still on fire. It's something that has just been crushing it now for many, many years. And even though I'm prejudiced for obvious reasons, the reality is this. Podcasting is never going to be the thing. There's always going to be the amazing Instagrams and the TikToks of the world and the X and the Y and the Zs. But the thing about podcasting that's special is it is going to own a finite amount of time in podcast listeners' lives. What I mean by that is everybody has either a 15-minute commute to work or 20 minutes where they walk their dog every morning or when they're in their home gym or at the gym and they're doing X, Y, and Z or they're washing dishes or they're folding laundry or they're doing any of those things combined, whatever they might be. For me, it's all of those things, by the way. Um, when I'm watering my outdoor plants, what am I doing? I'm spending that time to listen to a podcast and an audiobook because that is a way that I can multitask and listen to my favorite podcast and listen to my audiobooks that I've wanted to listen to for years. I'm actually in the middle of the 62 hour saga of Atlas Shrugged, which has been quite enjoyable for obvious reasons. And so podcasting is going to own that type of space in people's lives for the foreseeable future because you can't replace audio with audio. like Audio is just audio. It is what it is. You can always do other things with like the video side of things and you know the TikTok scrolls and the Instagram link, all these different things. And that's amazing. That's cool how they're progressing. For podcasting, it's going to have that space. It's going to be there. And so for those people that are interested in podcasting, that's amazing because now you can give your potential clients, your potential listeners, customers, consumers, you can give them a way to consume your content during that time in their day. Yeah, I love that because it really it's un you know undeniable attention, right? Undistracted. We've got their attention. So let me ask you then, based on that, because I know a lot of our guys are, you know, like they, they were thinking that maybe it's it's running out. What would you say then for a new guy, right? There's so many people that are in the marketplace. So how can they then create the audience with the success? Maybe not like you have so far because you've been in it for quite some time, but how do they actually enter into that market? Um, is it getting harder for them or what would could be some tips that you could share on how they can really get in? 
getting much more difficult because yeah. you know everybody's saying, how can I get my piece of this pie? And there's one simple answer. And this is not just for podcasting, by the way. This is for like life and business and entrepreneurship, period. Yeah. It's you need to become the number one solution to a real problem in this world. If you're going to launch a podcast interviewing entrepreneurs, you're going to be the 745th best podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. Nobody wants to listen to that podcast, but people do want to listen to the number one podcast on X or Y or Z that is solving their specific problem. Because people, Rhonda, will beat a path to the doorstep, to the solution to their number one problem. So if you have that number one solution to their number one problem, they will find you. They will beat a path to your doorstep. But if you have the second best solution to their problem, they'll ignore you because nobody wants a second best solution to their problem when they can have the best solution to their problem. In the form of podcasts, when people can choose their podcast, they're going to choose the number one solution to their problem. So I call it niche your flipping face off. <laughs> if you are not willing to niche your flipping face off and get so specific about being the absolute number one best solution to a real problem, you're not going to win. And a great example I like to give is don't come at me and say you want to start a podcast on yoga. You'll be the 500th best. Don't come to me and say you want to start a, po- a podcast about being a vegan. You'll be the 600th best. But what if you said, the yogi vegan. Now, all of a sudden, you've taken two semi-niches and you've combined them into a micro combo niche. Now, there might be a chance, and again, do your own research, but there might be a chance where you're the only podcast that focuses on yoga specifically for vegans. And now, guess what? You're the number one solution to that. So now, when any any vegan goes and looks for a podcast about yoga, are they going to listen to Yoga by Rhonda, which I'm sure would be amazing, by the way. Or are they going to go listen to the vegan yogi? Of course, they're going to go to the vegan yogi because they're like, "Oh, those are my people." Because not only is it yoga, but it's veganism, and I'm and that's what I'm. That's what I am. That's how I eat. So you need to think in that manner and be the number one solution to a real problem. You heard it, everyone. JLD said it. Be the number one. You know what I love too is that most people think, oh, I need thousands and thousands of followers, right? Hundreds of thousands. But in reality, if you think about it, if you had just a thousand people that loved what you talked about and you solved that problem as the number one, like you can build a massive business that way. Massive business. Right? I mean, and that's the thing I think people get so hung up on, even when they're entering into the market, which I want to switch gears because I love your book, right? The, the Common Path to Uncommon uh, Success. And yeah, and you talk a lot about that, like find that one thing, find that big passion that you can make a bigger difference on. And I, I want to touch on that because you narrowed it down into 17 common factors, right? 17 common steps. How did you actually narrow it down to 17? wasn't easy, but what I did was I stepped back and I said, what are the commonalities that every one of the now 3,500 entrepreneurs that I've interviewed over the past decade, all 3,500, what are the commonalities? What are the similar traits? What are the similar steps that each and every one of them took? Mm. And when I boiled it down, there were 17 steps that came up every time for every entrepreneur. And I just put them in chronological order. Step one, 
to step 17. And I said, this is a path. This is a path to financial freedom and fulfillment. And that's why the common path to uncommon success is the 17-step roadmap to financial freedom and fulfillment, because that's what it is. It is the roadmap doing just that. Well, I love it because you and I come from a very similar background, right? We found ourselves in those moments like, what am I doing? I was in the same, I watched your video and I was on the car in my car, San Diego, driving an hour to work. And I'm like, what am I doing with my life? Right? Like, who am I? What am I doing? And, you know, this is back in 2004. I quit cold turkey corporate. And so what I want to ask you then is that what, what step would you say was like one of those, because I know you learn from so many different experts, right? Which one would you say is like, could be the most impactful to someone that is in those moments that you and I were both in? You know, honestly, I keep the theme going with what we're talking about here today, just to really hammer it home for people is, you know, step one is identifying your big idea. Mm. That's an easy step though, because it's easy to have a big idea. The problem is a lot of, a lot of people have that same big idea. So then how do you go into step two, which is what we've been talking about here today, which is discovering the niche within your big idea that is not currently being solved, that is a void in the current marketplace. How can you do that step to discover the niche? Because again, identifying your big idea, it's fun. It's easy. We all have big ideas all the time, but your big idea is shared by millions of other people. Now, how can you take that big idea and discover the niche that can really say, okay, wow, within this big idea, I can become the number one solution to this real problem. So Everybody loves step one of my book because it's kind of easy for them, identifying your big idea. What people really struggle with is step two, discovering the niche within their big idea, which is their only chance. Because the most difficult thing you're going to find as an entrepreneur, as a businessman or woman in this space is getting traction, is getting the initial momentum. That's so hard to do. Once you get it, everything becomes easier. It's literally just like pushing this boulder that won't budge off of a hill. Once it starts going, sometimes you can't even stop and not that you want to, but it just has this, it just goes on its own sense of gravity. But man, getting that first traction and momentum, getting that first rock of that boulder to go down the hill is so, so tough. And it's impossible if you just have a big idea but at least you're giving yourself a chance if you discover an amazing uncovered, um, like uncovered and unfocused upon niche within that big idea. Yeah, that's that's powerful. And I know you talk a lot also about having the passion for it, right? Because I've seen a lot of people starting those big ideas, they find that niche, and then they really don't even care about it. All they're thinking about is the money side, and the money side is not going to last if you don't have that purest of passion for it. And um, I love the book. Make sure you guys get it. It's Common Path to Uncommon Success. It's absolutely amazing. You guys um, can learn so much from it. Um, last question for you, JLD. Uh, I love how transparent you've always been on Entrepreneurs on Fire. Like you show like, this is the kind of money we're making. This is what I'm doing. Because this is, I believe, the newest step towards um, where we're going in entrepreneurialism, especially in the digital marketing space, right? So what would you say then, um, what is your biggest value Values in your company that you hold that is like the heartbeat in your company? Transparency would be way up there, which is why for a hundred months in a row, we actually literally just hit our 100th month last month, we published our monthly income report. 
And that monthly income report shares everything, like you mentioned, all of the money we made, how we made it, all the money we spent, why we spent it, any mistakes that we made so people can learn from those mistakes, any successes we had so they can be emulated. We bring our lawyer and our CPA on to give a legal and tax tip. So we really go in depth with these with these monthly income reports because transparency is one of those things um, that we really hold dear and I'm really passionate about. And I love how the world's moving in that direction. You know, with cryptocurrency, there's a lot of transparency. I mean, everything's right there on the blockchain, smart contracts right there. You can see who bought what, what they bought it for, what they sold it for. I mean, it's all right there. Like if you dive into the NFT space at all, it's really fascinating stuff when it comes to that. So Really, really exciting times that we live in. I love the transparency and authenticity because I, Rhonda, back in 2012, was really inspired when I found Pat Flynn of Smart Passive Income publishing his monthly income reports. And I said, here's a nice guy, family guy, giving real value, making real money. That makes me believe I can do it too. And I said, if I ever get to the point where I'm doing revenue in my business, I want to be that same beacon of light for other people. So now a hundred months in a row. And for five and a half years, Rhonda, we've been in Puerto Rico paying 4% tax. So <laughs> that money you see us making, we're actually keeping the money we make, which is the best. That's the best. Well, you hear it. We live in Bali, Indonesia. We're just traveling right now in the US. You know, but like this is this is this is the possibilities that we have right now in the world. JLD, um, I respect you so much as a business owner, as you know, a leader in our industry, but more importantly, as an authentic, true entrepreneur that is completely on fire. Um, what is next for you? Where where should they look? What should they be following? Our headquarters is eofire.com. So we have a lot of free stuff for entrepreneurs there, free courses on how to podcast, etc. Links to my book and of course, Entrepreneurs on Fire is the podcast. Check it out. I'd love for you to listen. All right. Awesome. Thanks, JLD. You're amazing. Rhonda, you're the best. Adios.